We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, family, friends, a million pressing social issues and an expectation to be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for an ice-cold Coors Light, the beer that's made to chill. Listen, there's a lot going on in Green Bay right now, and I feel like we could all use a moment to chill with a Coors Light. See, Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies, perfect for a moment to unwind. Coors Light is what I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in their all-new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Pack-A-Day Podcast. I am your host, Matt Fralick. Alongside with me is Janelle. Yep, Janelle Mackey. Janelle Mackey. Uh, Janelle and I are going to be, I guess, double-teaming our podcast episodes and our position we're tackling today is the running back position. Janelle, we, I believe, put our name down to do the running backs, and within 12 hours, I think we jinxed the position. Yeah, Aaron Jones got suspended as soon as we decided on this topic. Which made it a little bit easier for us, I guess, because now we can debate which running backs going to have to lead the way. What do we make of Aaron Jones' suspension thus far? Um, I think it takes away from the idea of the three running back system, and the two games he's suspended are divisional games, one against the Bears, one against the Vikings. So does that kind of skew the uh, offense a little bit in that sense? or Yeah, a little bit. I feel like at times any team in the NFL divisionally will play offense a little bit different, and the Packers sometimes they really like to feel like run the ball against those teams just to really beat them down. And missing a guy like Aaron Jones, who was huge for the Packers last year. It's not like it's Devontae Mays or Ty Montgomery, who aren't, I mean, mm-hmm. Montgomery's kind of a bruiser, but to be missing a guy like that, it sucks. Two game suspension for smoking weed, it's kind of stupid. It's really stupid. Especially only going into your second year, it's too early to be making off field mistakes like that. Yeah, it really is, and the Packers don't screw around with that. I mean, we've seen time and time again where they're just like, oh, yeah, you, I mean, I can't think of one instance. I mean, Geronimo last year, he got suspended. Mm-hmm. There's a short leash here compared to like it would be for the Cowboys or the Bengals. Yeah, because this isn't a team that usually has too many off-field issues, so they're really stern about when people get caught with that. So the first two games, we don't have Aaron Jones. Who, in your mind, do you think is going to be the, the bell cow? 
I am going to go with Jamal Williams. He had the most carries last year, a lot of yards as a rookie. He looked really promising. I think the only thing that hurts is that watching Montgomery and Williams, they have a similar run style, Mm -hmm. different from Jones. Mm -hmm. So it would have been nice to have two different run styles versus two guys who are big upper body kind of guys. So if you guys hear any shuffling right now, uh, we didn't plug this in the beginning. Janelle and I are actually recording this podcast at Lambeau Field. So I guess we're just one-upping everyone else that we're doing this podcast with. If anyone can get to Lambeau Field, we're just in the atrium. If you want to get on the field, I guess it would be a way to beat us. But anything in the background, we got a bunch of Packers fans here sitting, so uh, bear with us. I think Montgomery has the best shot for me, I think, to be the number one. Mm -hmm. The problem is we've seen time and time again with him, though, is his durability. I mean, he is a converted receiver to a running back. People last year going into the season were like, oh, yeah, he's going to be able to just, you know, handle, handle the load, which clearly wasn't the case. Yeah, and I think Montgomery, he uses his upper body to really plow through people because he doesn't have the vision that Williams does. Yeah. I think as a true running back, Williams has that uh, extra step in him to be able to see more in front of the field, where Montgomery, he's still getting – this is only his third year going in as a running back, so – I think they both have really good attributes. It's just going to depend on the defense, too, because obviously the Bears' defense versus the Vikings' defense are completely different. It's funny you mentioned that about Jamal Williams' his vision, because I totally agree with that. Him and Aaron Jones both last year ripped off runs that you just, they plant through the hole and they're gone. Yeah. And if you can, I guess you can tandem that with Montgomery for the first couple games. Montgomery's a passive receiver, in my opinion. He'll always be that. I never see him as a running mm-hmm. back. So if you can do that for a while. I think that'll be great. Well, he's kind of played the whole field. He did special teams, wide receiver, and now he's running back. So at least he's versatile in that sense where he can kind of be a route runner too, mix sure. it in there. So. Yeah, definitely. And something I was trying to plug in here, I've had this idea for a little while. Last year, I guess it would be 2017 draft, the Packers draft a couple running backs. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, why would we do that? You know, I thought Montgomery was our guy. And it took me a while to really understand it. But essentially what we're doing, in my eyes, is we're taking – three or four running backs, super, super cheap, super young, and you're just going to figure out which one's the best. Injuries happen, suspensions happen, as we are seeing right now. We're not going to go out and pay Ezekiel Elliott, Olavion Bell, or David Johnson, have them be suspended or hurt. Is my theory a good theory that a team should be building on Janelle, where you're going to have three or four guys, pay them cheap, and then once they're 24, 25, pay them more? Or is that kind of not going to work? I think that's a good idea because if you look at, we thought Eddie Lacy, he was going to be our guy. We were very focused on him, and then he got let go by his rookie contract. So Everyone thought Eddie Lacy was the guy, though, even yeah, outside of the Packers. A, he had an amazing first year, but he really he put on that weight. He started to slow down too much, and he just didn't fit our program anymore, especially when we have these young guys who are faster, are a little bit more agile mm-hmm. than he was. Like. When he's getting exhausted after running 20 yards, something needs to change. It's really hard to look at running backs because they don't last as long in this league. Mm-hmm. They get beat up a lot trying to run through the lines, and I don't think you should pay them big money right away unless they, at their five-year contract mark, unless they are really proving themselves and they're only going up, then I'd say give them money. I mean, you look at a guy just, I mean, outside of the Packers organization, DeMarco Murray, he just retired. He was 30. He was a stud for seven years and now he's just done like it doesn't pay to really doesn't pay to give someone all that money because you're you're just hurting your team in the long run because one guy goes down and all of a sudden you're you have nothing 
nothing to back your offense off of. Which, as Packer fans, we understand injuries, injuries, injuries. Mm -hmm. I know, I think it was a couple of years ago when Eddie Lacy was struggling and we were converting Montgomery and we brought in Christian Michael and mm -hmm. it was just a rough year behind. I think Cobb, he takes handoffs here and there just oh, trying to... <laughs> that was... Oh, I hated seeing that. That was like, when I would see 18... Don't put one line. of your top receivers behind the line like no, that. No, when I would see 18 line up behind under center, it was the crate. I'm like... Just get him to the outside, and then we run him up the middle or like inside the tackles. Yeah, no, he, that, he doesn't have the body for that. No, not at all. I mean, it's it's kind of like Ty Montgomery in the sense, but Ty Montgomery's bulked up. I mean, he's a big, mm -hmm. he's a pretty big guy. But again, we just need you need to have some stability in the running back position. You mentioned Christian Michael and the other band aids we tried to put on the last couple of years. Every offense is based off of a good offensive line and a good run game to set up the pass. And you have Aaron Rodgers. You can get away with a lot of amateurism on offense. Um, having Hundley come in last year, you noticed how much he actually compensated for that. Yeah. But I think if we actually had a solid run game, Hundley would have played better. We would have had receivers that would have been able to be, I mean, I guess the corner's not uh, biting down on their routes as much. And you have to get that run game established. I, I think this year is really kind of tie Montgomery's last shot at taking over as a running back because I don't yeah. see, I don't see what the point would be if you have Jamal Williams like we've said and Aaron Jones when he comes back from the suspension who's going to be hungry and fresh yeah. I don't see I, what do you think Ty Montgomery's long-term future with the Packers Janelle I I think that they'll resign him on okay. his rookie contract I'm not sure where exactly he'll be but I think He's too versatile. He's a utility player at this point. You can basically put him anywhere, and mm -hmm. he'll go out there and do his job. Mm -hmm. And I do really like the body he has when it comes to running. Like, he can throw a stiff arm out there, and it takes quite a bit of contact to bring him down. I think that if he can get that vision, mm -hmm. then he has a lot more potential. But he could always go back to being a receiver, too. We kind of need receivers right now. So exactly. We don't we, – he could be doing that this year. Who knows? For sure. And if Aaron Jones doesn't get suspended, we could actually have the conversation of Montgomery maybe starting at maybe the fourth, fifth receiver, whatever yeah. it be. But we can't do that at this because, point. We're kind of like, handcuffed. Montgomery could be a great downfield blocker, too. The receivers like Adams and Cobb and Allison. Like, since getting rid of Jordy, we kind of need somebody downfield to block. And he could maybe help open up routes for Jimmy Graham. And you don't know what he could do at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's going to going into his fourth year so it's kind of everything's still up in the air for him mm -hmm. but this is kind of the fourth year is like the prove it year because it's the year before your contract so you have to if you want to make money and stay in this league yeah so I mean maybe Aaron Jones getting suspended helps him with that leverage a little bit more field time for him but I think it's tough to say as Packer fans we don't usually focus on the running back when we've had Aaron Rodgers someone who can throw so much we kind of always have second-tier running backs with oh, us. Oh, yeah. And the only one you mentioned his name earlier, Eddie Lacy, would be the only one that stuck mm -hmm. out. Otherwise, before that, I mean, we had Brandon Jackson. Yeah, I We've think had Super Bowl year it was Starks. Starks I think that was, was his there. rookie year. Yep. And we had Ryan Grant. Yep. So just kind of some not big-name running backs, but enough to go do the job between throws. Which really isn't fair to Aaron Rodgers. So we got the young, true proven running backs, maybe not proven with – Ty Montgomery, his receiver, whatever, converted. But there is a couple guys in the fold that we've kind of missed, Janelle. Um, one of our favorites would be a fullback, Aaron Rakowski. What yep. Do we see him doing anything this year or maybe making his way in the first couple games? I think he's always in the talk. I think because he is one of the, like, he's just a big guy. He just plows right through people. And 
he had a phenomenal last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So I love watching him get out on that field because you don't know what he's going to do, the damage he can do. Yeah. So I Is like he... throwing him at like having three solid running backs this year plus a solid fullback. Mm-hmm. It's kind of giving us some options and some weapons on offense. When Ripkowski came in to the Packers organization, it was almost, I mean, I don't think this is very, like, far-fetched, but it was, there was just a smooth transition from Kuhn to Ripkowski. Yeah, there was really no learning curve at all for him. Exactly. When Kuhn left, we were all hurting a little bit. We loved Kuhn. We loved what he did. Him and Ripkowski are so similar that it's almost like there was no gap between them. So similar. Some of the older guys, older people, I think, that watch games just yell out Kuhn still, which yeah, is... Yeah, they still assume. You, you you just wish they'd come up with something more original. Like, mm-hmm. couldn't get anything new, just going to use the same old guy's name. Yeah. We have Devontae Mays on the roster. Do we see him get any looks this year? Yeah, I'm wondering that first game, because Bears' defense isn't too threatening, mm-hmm. like the Vikings' defense is. So I'm wondering if they'll try and throw Mays into the mix. Mm-hmm try and see how that three-man running back system can work. But I don't think he'll play against the Vikings. You don't think he'll play at all? I think Vikings defense is too strong, and he really didn't get – I don't think he got more than ten touches last year. So yeah, he didn't do much. Every- I could see him maybe stepping in and playing against the Bears. I guess it also depends on how he does up in training camp and preseason. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'd say Bears would be his best shot. Vikings probably leave him on the bench. For sure. I th- all I can remember, you said 10 touches for Mays last year. I'm surprised he was even that many. The, the few and far between I do remember was him getting the ball, and I don't know if the offensive line was in his face ready for me to push back, but he, I never saw him have a clean look or any sort of explosion to get yeah. through the line. So not really a factor. We'll see what happens through training camp, like you mentioned, Janelle. There's always a guy that will, I mean, any position it could be for the Packers in training camp and preseason Maybe there'll be another running back that'll emerge that's on the practice squad or that they've signed recently. I know we were looking on the roster and yeah. there's a couple guys there, but maybe they'll become noteworthy enough that we'll have to go and uh, talk about them later down the road. Exactly, because we didn't think we'd ever really have to talk about Jones and Williams the no, way we are. So not at all. Again, more young guys, talent we haven't heard of or seen yet, so training camp is really where we get to see all that talent unfold. I guess to going into the season and preseason general, where should the expectations be for the Packers running back position? I honestly think we'll probably be right in the middle. Okay. We don't have big name running backs, but we don't always have to rely on our running backs either. Like some teams like the Cardinals, they kind of have to rely on a Johnson Mm -hmm. because they don't have a very solid quarterback situation. We saw last year Ezekiel Elliott with his suspension, Cowboys kind of fell off. Mm -hmm. So I think we have a solid enough foundation around the running backs where we don't need top tier. We just need somebody who can go and get the job done. Yeah. So I think I think they'll probably fall like right in the middle. Mm-hmm. We haven't had high end running backs since maybe Eddie Lacy his rookie year. But And we're not asking for a lot. We're just no. asking enough to keep keep the offense honest. Yeah. That's, that's all I, I don't want. always I don't really look for having a top tier running back because then you kind of rely on them too much and they get hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. So you can't always rely too much on them. So I think having top young guys mm-hmm. and multiple of them, I think even if we fall right in the middle, we'll be fine. Yeah, as long as we're not on the bottom five, bottom ten. Well, that's Janelle and my take on the running back position for the Packers. Obviously, we're going to be looking for someone to take the job over with Jones being suspended and through the full 17-game season, who will be who at the end of the year we'll be talking. Will be an Aaron Jones or Jamal Williams or someone else to emerge. 
to follow any other podcasts, please follow on Twitter at Pack a Day Podcast. That's where you're going to find all the content, all the other hosts that will be putting out their position breakdown. Follow me on Twitter at Matt underscore FRA underscore Janelle. You can follow me at Big Mac underscore four. Right on. And all the podcasts should be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever else you can find your own podcast. You'll hear from Janelle and myself soon. If you're getting antsy like we are, just keep posted. And as always, go Pack Go.